Welcome to the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. Brought to you by Kenny White Sports and the Power Ratings at KennyWhiteSports.com. Boy, we're starting off this podcast with what a crazy, crazy week it was last week in college football and in the NFL. And as I start here, Kenny, I'll tell you what I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of live betting. And I'm just wondering, is live betting, are people afraid to go that way? Is that the way to go? Or are you a a person who wants to get into your details and do your homework first? Well, you want to do your homework to go into the game, but um, I think think live betting is is good in in, in a lot of different spots. and you just got to you know, manage your money right. That's the thing. And that's why sportsbooks are pushing live betting. And because you, you get so involved, you forget your money management skills sometimes. And you, you start to overbet those games. So <laughs> I think you just try to make a, come up with a good game plan and say, listen, I like the favorite. If they fall behind early, I'll make one bet on them. And I'll, and I'll go from there and then wait till halftime and then, you know, you know, try to make your decisions that better. Or if you like the game over and nobody scores in the first quarter, jump in then because these games can still go over the, the regular total if they don't score in the first quarter. Or the same thing if you like under and there's a high-scoring first quarter. So line betting can be used in many, many useful <coughs> ways. You just got to really be under control. Yeah, and they're, they're doing a lot of uh, uh, boosts and what have you for live betting on a lot of the uh, the books are doing that. Uh, AFC West, I think the Chiefs are in big trouble right now, Kenny. Uh, Mahomes does not look right. Um, their defense is terrible. I think Chiefs are in big trouble. What do you think? Yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm, they're down to number 10 uh, in my rankings. Uh, projected 9.5 wins. They're still, you know, still got Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't look right. The offense does look right. But, you know, uh, they're going to win 9 and 18, maybe if they're lucky, 10 and 7. But you're right. uh, They could be out the outside looking in uh, right now because my projected wins has them the uh, 11th highest projected win team in the NFL right now. Wow. All right, it's Mike's turn. Mike has got a question for you. Yeah, we'll stay in the AFC West a little bit here. Look, I'm a Chargers fan, Kenny. You know that. I want to know, are you sold on the Chargers as a contender? Tender, and what are your thoughts on Herbert? Herbert, excuse me, being an MVP candidate, or am I overreacting? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you're Mike. You got a team here. You got a great quarterback. It looks like you got the franchise quarterback. Uh, Herbert looks amazing. It does it under pressure. He can do it late in games. Uh, everything you want out of a quarterback, he's he's got it. Uh, Love this kid at Oregon, and I thought he would be a higher pick than he was. Um, I'm kind of glad about that. I did rate him pretty high coming into the year. I think I'm the 11th best quarterback to start the year. That's pretty good for a first-year guy. But I think the most impressive thing is Brandon Staley. Uh, he is pushing all the right buttons. He's saying all the right things. His team is well-prepared, and they play hard every game. So that's two thumbs up for the Chargers organization. I have him ranked number five in the NFL right now. Wow. 12 wins. 12 wins will put them two and a half games ahead of the Chiefs in the final standings right now. Holy nice. cow! That's that, that's quite that's quite a move from from earlier in the year, right? Yeah, I had them a 101 rating at the beginning of the year. They are now a 106, and so they've moved up five points in my power ratings. 
I'm trying to get a look here. The 101 rating at the beginning of the year, they were 18th. I had them ranked 18th in the NFL to start the year. Uh, I'm always leery of new coaches that don't have experience, and I don't want to overrate those type of teams. Uh, so the last thing you really want to be doing is going to put your hard-earned money on someone you have no idea if they have the experience to do the job or not. But Brandon Staley looks like he's 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 well prepared and ready to go. So I've been more than willing to raise this rating up quickly because I don't want to be betting against the Chargers. As I'm watching the NFL this last week, you know the Bengals are a hard team to bet against. But with the matchup this week, I think this is a trap game against the Lions. If you're betting the spread, I'm almost t- tempted to take the Lions in the points. Um I just I'm having a hard time grasping onto the Bengals being this good. I have have the Bengals rated average, 100 rating, uh, right on average, 8.5 projected wins for the season would be 8.5 losses. So uh, this is an average football team. Uh, so you're, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't lay points with an average or below average team. So the only way, even though the Detroit is as bad as they are, they are playing extremely hard for their coach, and they've been so close, yeah. which tells me they're going to continue to play hard till they get that first win. Um, so I can see taking points here with the Lions in this game. Okay, all right, all right. We're on the same wavelength. That's good. All right, we are the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast, brought to you by Kenny White Sports, and nobody better to talk about Kenny White Sports than the man himself, Kenny White. Tell us about KennyWhiteSports.com, Kenny. Thanks, Bob. We have a lot of great information at Kenny White Sports. Number one, the number one product on the site is the Power Ratings, which you can purchase $19.99 a month. That gets you the updated Power Ratings and projected final scores for all games that haven't been played yet in the NFL and college football. And then adding the NHL today, adding the NBA in a couple of weeks, and then adding college basketball in three weeks from now, working on all that. So. Yeah, you get those projected final scores every single day for the daily sports, uh, $19.99 a month, as I said. Plus, we got a newsletter, $9.99 for the newsletter. It's a weekly newsletter that comes out. Uh, write-ups, power ratings are in there. A lot of great information from all the guys on the staff. And then, hey, if you don't want to do the work, I got five, six really solid handicappers on the site that you can just go in and purchase their picks for the week, the month, the year. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Kenny White Sports dot com folks get on there check it out you will love it all right kenny let's go on to college football and talk about you know what you were right about alabama losing a game this year and i know you said no undefeated teams but uh man that was a hard one to take i am so glad that i did not bet on the crimson tide and so many people did they you know everybody jumped on alabama in the first half the spread for the game was 18. The first half spread was 13. <laughs> it was that high uh, because the books got a lot of action. First half Alabama money. And I said it was a Kyle Fields, a tough place to play. A very good coach and a talented football team. It was coming off a couple losses. So uh, just it was a bad spot for Alabama. A&M showed they had the talent to hang around, and that's all they had to do. So, uh it's, I think everyone's going to get a loss, right? Right now, after Alabama lost, I think Georgia will end up with a loss, and it may not be regular season. It could be the SEC championship game. Right. And I think Cincinnati could end up with a loss still as well. So uh, it's just a year of the upset. We're going to get a lot of a lot of good upsets this year. 
Let's move on to this Big Ten because I saw a tweet you put out uh, uh, the other day, and you were talking about the Big Ten. I, the Big Ten is surprising me, number one, with all the teams in the top ten. But Iowa is the one that is surprising me more than anybody, and I don't know how they're going to be able to sustain and maintain this level of play. I agree. I, they're very good. They're well. They're a great defensive team. They can't move the football on offense. They win again. Uh, you know, averaging four yards per play. I think they've averaged four yards per play in five of their six games this year. This is just a really bad offense. But the defense has created a plus 14 turnover margin, and that's what they've been living on. And you cannot continue to uh, expect those type of turnover numbers. If you get two turnovers every game, you should win, plus two every game. So uh, teams that get one turnover a game usually win the game. So that's not going to continue to happen. Iowa will get a loss, and they may get two or three losses by the time it's over. But they've really done a good job. They've overachieved so far this part of the season. Yeah, I didn't know what their schedule looked like down the stretch, but uh, I'm just surprised that they're as good as they are. Uh, that Oklahoma-Texas game was insane, man. Uh, my question to you right here, right now, is did the better team win that game? I think so. I, I have Oklahoma rated higher than Texas, but remember, I, I had both teams rated very high at the beginning of the year, so I, I was impressed with Texas's. Uh, size, strength, and speed. They, they looked the part early in that game. They were manhandling Oklahoma, and I yeah. thought, wow, this is a really good Texas football team. But then Oklahoma showed they have the class, the strength, the speed, the power, and the coaching edge to come back in that football game and win. And they, they are the better football team, and I think they proved it on the field uh, that they are. So, yeah, Oklahoma still... One of my dark horses to win the national championship. We didn't have any problems getting the over on that one, I can tell you. No, we did not. That was easy. That was an easy one. Yeah. They were all that easy. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, now let's talk about, the, lastly here, the Oklahoma quarterbacks and whether we have a controversy and how is that going to affect me, how I'm going to bet them here in the future. Yeah, the Khalid Williams who was the number one rated high school quarterback, a five-star kid coming in. And uh, Spencer Rattler had just a, such a tremendous season last year, 28 touchdown passes, 68% completions, uh, almost 10 yards a pass. That I had him rated, you know, one of the top three quarterbacks in the country. But he hasn't played like that so far this year. Maybe he's feeling the heat uh, from Khalid Williams. Maybe he's feeling the Heisman pressure. He has just not been as good as he was last year. So I've had to drop his rating uh, all the way down to eight and a half points above average. And I've got Caleb Williams now six and a half uh, points above average. I still think Rattler is the better quarterback, but we could see things change quickly. Uh, I mean, that, you know, one more good game out of Caleb Williams, I might have him rated higher than Rattler. I mean, is he going to wind up, is Williams taking over the starting job or? I mean, or is is he Rattler going to be the guy? I would I would think the spark that Williams brought to the team, I think he will be the starting quarterback in their very next game um, against TCU. Um, okay. But don't count out, you know, don't count out him struggling a little bit because he is a true freshman and Spencer Rattler uh, being inserted back into the game. I think Rattler will end up being the quarterback and the guy. Um, 
down the stretch because he has that experience. Okay, yeah, I was kind of wondering what you thought about that because, honestly, uh, two quarterback systems don't always work, especially if you're wanting to go for a national championship, right? Yeah, I agree. They always say if you have two quarterbacks, you don't, you, you have none. <laughs> so um, I'm sure Lincoln Riley probably knows that, that he's got to get. And the reason for that is they're just not getting enough reps. When you when you got two guys splitting the job, they need those reps to get that to get that timing and that continuity down. It was like Max Scherzer talking last night. This guy's a seasoned veteran, but he never got into a rhythm until the third inning. So a quarterback, if a quarterback doesn't get into a rhythm until the second quarter, and you pull him for the other guy, he may never get that rhythm. So that's why two quarterback systems don't work. Well, I don't feel sorry for Max Scherzer because he beat my Cardinals. But anyway, all right. That takes care of our podcast this week, the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone with Kenny White. KennyWhiteSports.com. See you next week.